You're listening to Homestar Running with David and Mark. Welcome to the Homestar Running Podcast, David and Mark. Um, Hey. Yeah. So we're we'll be starting off with uh, strong bad emails 66 through 70 and mm-hmm. the first of them is number 66 the show which is a play on like old school game shows i think uh mm. it actually started off with a dvd commentary um homestar runner said he said that he might have hosted a talk show in the 70s but he wasn't sure <laughs> they just kind of threw that in as a as a thing but um, I, I really enjoyed the, uh, you know, Homestar Runner has to constantly look at cue cards. Um, you can even click on the Easter egg to see the, to see what's on the cue cards. Now you kind of can tell without that when he, from when he's looking on it, but it, it like identifies who the Poosmith is, who Pom Pom is and who um, Homestar Runner is. So who, so it says, yeah, Homestar Runner is himself. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, there are, there are the, some of those game show hosts that are just, they get into it and they've done it for so long that uh, they kind of lose their touch. I have a friend who went on The Price is Right and uh, he, uh, well, I'll just say that him meeting, being on The Price is Right and meeting Bob Barker kind of like broke the, broke the mystique of the, of the, of the host himself. <laughs> I've seen a little of like Drew Carey's um, Price is Right. And I kind of imagine that's like the uh, laid back um, kind of almost resignation to the role. I I could I yeah. What Bob Barker would be behind the scene. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. Because Drew Carey, like when he had like the Drew Carey show, and then he had uh, whose line is it anyway? He was like at the top of his game for those. But yeah, when when you watch him on the prices, on the prices, right? He definitely <laughs> it, the resignation is seems like the right word, unfortunately. But you know, it's a gig. He's got a job. <laughs> well, it reminds me um, uh, Wayne Brady because um, I think he's a little more energetic on his game show than other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but then he he's still doing whose line is it anyway? And he I think he's still at the top of his game. Oh um, yeah, at least he's uh, my favorite person there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see that. Yeah. They they switch formats, right? They they are they're on a different TV show. I mean. Yeah. They went or down. a different channel. It's definitely um it's funny because it's it's really the same show they're they're on cw now in the in the u.s um so it's kind of a mid-tier network thing and now they have aisha tyler instead of drew carey but um yeah but then it's basically the same one thing that i thought was kind of funny for editing purposes is they uh they film each segment separately with introductions um or if there's a guest star they'll introduce them for each they'll bring him on at the beginning of each segment commercial break. And I think it's so they can cut it up some, cause I definitely know they record more than they then makes the air. Yeah. Maybe not a ton more, but, and then they do multiple, the equivalent of multiple shows a day when they, yeah. when they tape. Yeah. That makes it, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. I guess they put all the guest stuff together, but then they, and then they fill out how they like with the, with the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, home, home star is not even, no, he's not even close to any of those. He he wouldn't he wouldn't even be at the 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 Drew Carey on the the Price is Right hosting yeah. as a host. I like I like that. Um, the Poop Smith gives his little cue card. He says, 
I'm going to go now. Yeah. I think I'm going to go now. And he just walks off, walks off the stage. And then Pom Pom does the same thing pretty much. Leave, you know, leaves his friend hanging. And then, and then Homestar, <laughs> he's like, they have the little marshy. He's like, we'll be, we'll be right back after these important messages from important people. Uh, and we're going to interview the guests when it's clear that they probably have just left. They've probably just gone away. <laughs> and then what does what uh, Strong Bad compare it to? He says, this is, what will be more entertaining is uh, like the, the- Kicking the cheat, which I think is, is funny that he's, I mean, I, Strong Bad likes kicking the cheat, but I guess he's admitting that it's not quality entertainment. Yeah, kicking, yeah, exactly. And then kicking the cheat into uh, Strong Side uh, with the chicken pox. And then, and then at the very end, uh, I forget if it's an Easter egg or if it just plays, and and then the strong the strong side's lying in bed and he's like, "I was pretty sure I was sure this was gonna happen." Yeah. Uh, or and the cheat basically they were they were like just waiting for it they were bracing for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that was an Easter egg, but you know it goes as now we're watching them on YouTube and they put the main Easter eggs in the in the YouTube videos now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. No, the. I mean, I guess it's kind of typical of like parodies of game shows. We've definitely seen a lot of them where you can tell the format's broken. This one is especially broken in that like basically the entire show collapses in 30 seconds or something. You know, usually they keep parodies going yeah. a little longer. Yeah. 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 But rightly so. Yeah. I I think it was intentional. Oh, yeah. The Homestar was holding the Bob Barker type of microphone where it's the long uh, stick mic thing. Mm-hmm. So I have a a stick mic for for work um as a camera person wow you just call it a but it's funny it's like call the stick mic but it's it's got an extra cross it's got an extra triangle thing on the end to just kind of identify the station and give it a little depth now for coronavirus um so if we have the time we set it up on a on a stand Uh and so it's you know the entire time in the interview they're more than six feet away um but then it's kind of comical if it's a short interview, like getting the equivalent of man on the street, which is a mm-hmm. common term. We hold, yeah. there's a six foot pole that we have now. And we, wow. so we, put the, we put the microphone on the six foot pole. And then when you're holding that from quite a distance away, you know, like it's a mm-hmm. you know, like pole cleaning thing. If you can picture that. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. I imagine like a boom, boom stick in a, in a, for our movie theater but yeah pool the pool cleaning yeah i guess that's yeah, that's quite long yeah and then we don't have to have the mic that homestar or um bob barker holding it's like the mic runs up and down the entire thing and then nowadays you only need it on the on the tip of it i guess okay cool yeah homestar mentions witches brew again um yes he gets cut off right <laughs> uh marshy says hey jays as opposed to "Hey guys," like pronouncing it with uh, a hard, the hard G. Um, hey guys. Yeah, just yeah, you know, a little unnerving as well as yeah. First one to eat a million wins. You know? Yes, I like that one. Which <laughs> is kind of uh, like it's, it's not that far off from a lot of contests, you know. Yeah, it really isn't. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, we'll going on to sixty-seven autobiography. Um, mm. So. Uh, Strong Bad is asked to write a, a book, and I like the title he came up 
with, which is words I probably said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good title for an autobiography. Sometimes. I think it kind of fits. Um, I mean, first with a, a lot of biographies and autobiographies, they tend to have real generic titles. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying them. Currently listening to uh, Bill Clinton's My Life. Which okay. Is, yeah, that's an, a really, really original title right there. <laughs> and then I think with it being a, I thought of like how, I mean, first that you know, strong bad makes up stuff all the time. Um, but I think even yeah. with ghostwriters, it's like a lot of it's like I don't know how much they actually wrote and stuff like that. Oh, well, and it's also, um, you know, you have to wonder when you're reading the book of what is is what the definition of is is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, he was there's he's famous for, for uh, you know, for going to court over whether or not he spoke the truth or not, lost his lost his law law license. So oh, the, no, the autobiography, no, uh, I'm, I probably I only got words to, I probably didn't say. Yeah. Or, you know yeah. that kind of thing. I only got to nineteen. I'm only in, to nineteen ninety four so far, so no spoilers. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, no, Arkansas. I, I get that. Um, and then I, I really enjoyed like, yeah, it's just fast forwarding through it, and you find stuff that, like, either, like the sections that he plays is like it's stuff that's not that flattering, and then it's stuff that, um, or that doesn't make sense out of context. Um, so I imagine, mm-hmm. you know, especially with it being an audio audio book, it seems like it's ramblings of uh, strong bad. It's not like put together well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I like it. And they must have accidentally shoved me to the ground. <laughs> I laughed at that. Uh, too bad she had to go to another planet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Too bad she. I'll probably never see her again. <laughs> and then yeah. they were looking at a Easter egg you can click on. Um, there's a plan. He drew up a plan which was like the three, you know, him, Strong Mad, and the cheat. And then there's an arrow sign to money. And mm-hmm. oh, right. like, it just might work. And yeah, and, just and cuts back to him saying like, and it did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is. And then there's also the um, uh, he there's like some kind of character I forget who it is. It might be a real person, like a wrestler or a basketball player cheering him on. They have a they have a like a sports card that throws up as an Easter egg, and then some kind of track track list of the tapes. I do like it. Does look like I I um like the kind of cassette old cassette books that you can pick up at the library sometimes still if you're lucky and you still have cassette player yeah i would listen to that to fall asleep though strong beds you know if, if they ever recorded a full one yeah that would that'd be pretty good i guess you kind of you get some of that now with uh, strong beds twitter um he doesn't do it's it's not totally in in universe now though it seems like it's a lot of um him like the chaps more tweeting about stuff in general than than strong bad writing thoughts and things like that but mm-hmm. yeah so there's i guess the player was called the deke um, yeah the deke basketball player just kind of a uh, random um it was actually a, apparently it's a hockey move not a basketball move um yeah it's a fake people 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 use that in um uh, to talk about baseball like a, it's like a you fake I, I didn't know it was it a person. I didn't know it was a person. The guy who had the nickname the Deke. He must have done a lot of fake fake moves. Deke Deke to the left, and then shoot right, or Deke to the right. 
kick to the left and then go up the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. And then at the end, uh, the Easter egg is uh, the king of town listening to the tape um, while he's walking around the park. Oh, I missed that one. Okay. Yeah, um, so Strong Strong Bad says that you could listen to this and it'll motivate you to exercise more and stuff like that. And so the king of town is, is doing that. Here's some stuff in, in the background. There's also mention in the Easter egg of uh, Texarkana, which I didn't know. It sounded familiar and it also sounded fake, but I I did look it up and it's a real town. I think it's kind of funny that there's a town near the border of Texas and Arkansas called Texarkana. Wow. Yeah. um, And this one, the printer comes down early and then he wants. He prints out the email, right? Yeah. And then he tries, Strong Bad tries to make it go down again by imitating the printer noise and I think he did a pretty good job at that yeah and it but it comes down like a couple seconds later yeah Bing. that was nice <laughs> cool well for um caper um this is one that I definitely remember from it's one of my favorites um because I think you got a nice story and they have a nice song on that so they're mm-hmm. trying to steal the jumbles um <laughs> you know, for some reason and then uh the cheat knocks over the cow lamp and breaks it and then homestar runner catches them in the act so yeah and then you you click on their card and that was their plan was to steal the jumbles uh not break the cow lamp and um maybe talk to ladies if they meet any yeah and then, I, liked and then... I liked it was yeah don't knock over the, the lamp um, that was yeah like, um there's also you can click at the um at the easter egg and see the jumble and it's a full little jumble that's um real easy to solve um normally jumbles are pretty easy in the paper anyway if you've ever done those um but this one so the solution it, or so you do see it's coach in a sombrero at a taco stand or at a food cart and it says he's ordering un taco. Uh, un taco. Yeah, which is all right. I think it's a, a little borderline off on wearing a sombrero. Um, I don't know for someone that's, if he's not Hispanic, which, you know, you never know on this. Um, you know, they don't really go into ethnicities of characters, you know. Yeah, he probably got it at, uh, while he was on tour, uh, on a tourist trip, wore it for a couple of days and then took it off. Yeah. Left it at the taco stand. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so Homestar Runner um, is, you know, he's wearing the classic PJs and a nightcap. Um, and then he has a, um, I think, I don't know if it's explicitly mentioned, but he's got like a cinnamon beard going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at first, like when they meet him in his house at night, um, yeah, they, it looks like they, you know, look just looks like a five o'clock shadow. And then you, they see him in the morning, and then they, you know, he said, "You still haven't shaven, basically." Uh, and he's like, "Oh, it's just this is just some cinnamon that I." He mentions it when they see him outside gotcha. later. Yeah. After when the after this song is going, the cheetah's not dead song. The cheetah's not dead. So glad the cheetah's not dead. Not dead. So glad. <laughs> uh, yeah, with strong, strong, mad, and strong, sad doing the hand claps 
uh, in perfect rhythm. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, I got tons of rhythm. <laughs> That's what Strong Zed said. I actually would have thought that uh, I would have wondered about the about Strong Mad's sense of rhythm, you know. <laughs> Yeah. He does play the bass, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good question, yeah, because, yeah, you don't think you would. I could kind of see both ways on that, you know. Yeah, and yeah. So maybe even the cheat doesn't. I, cheat might not have good rhythm. It seems like when he was in the band or, like, him animating himself playing the drums, he's not really playing the drums correctly. He's yeah, just, they switched him over to the keys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, at one point, I... I I watched this like a few months ago and then I came back and watched it again. Um, and th at one point they were like, are we supposed to stop or something? When are we supposed to stop? Strong said, but then I didn't, I didn't catch it this time. But yeah, so that, but he, they're like, they're still clapping, you know, like after multiple minutes. And then Strong Bad says, keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah that's that's good. great yeah nice <laughs> yeah that, that was good um yeah it's a it's a catchy song or at least a catchy chorus i kind of like that um you know you don't really know what the don't can't really remember the verse though so that's it keeps it from being an all-time classic you know he's talking about something about messing up the jumble caper you know yeah but i also I like the, uh, the line like you know i hope i don't see his name in the paper in the obituaries <laughs> <laughs> the obituaries yeah because that would mean he's dead yeah and then i also like the the intro line though one of my favorite lines I like it it seems like it was just yesterday we were setting fire to strong sad's underwear <laughs> and then strong yeah. sad says it was yesterday yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah you know he's he's just standing there waiting to do the claps yeah. <laughs> also uh when homestar spots them he says hey strong sad hey batman yeah he calls him batman he, he also calls, calls um strong bad strong sad oh yeah i didn't catch that the first time i thought he, he identified the first person and then cheetah is batman um yeah which uh why would the cheat be batman is because like the silhouette or something is like a kind of like a like yeah maybe yeah yeah i don't know He's he's seen he's definitely like half asleep, half awake, yeah. you know, only barely awake. He's you know he thanks them for stopping by, you know, he's like, thanks for stopping by, thanks for visiting. He's he's not aware that, and he he does he maybe he says it sarcastically, but he's like thanks for breaking my cow lamp, but um, but he doesn't seem to be too alarmed that no. they're trying to pull any kind of caper. No, he doesn't really. Yeah. Um, at the end. Uh, Strong bad asks the chief if he if he could he was happy he's real happy to see the chief but then he's more like wondering if he could have a little kick and then the chief objects oh, yeah oh. <laughs> that um, yeah I like the reference more than the actual kicking yeah he tries it three or four times it's like it's like one of those um, it's like people who uh, one like in a friendship one person likes teasing the other person or likes you know, bullying the other person and they actually like it a little bit and the other person doesn't really like it, but they, you know, the first person thinks it's like funny or still enjoyable. So they, they still want to do it. 
I really want to give you a knuckle sandwich or a noogie. I want to give you a noogie or a wedgie. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And personal favorites. Um, so first it starts off with the email song. That was a pretty cool one. Like email with like heavy guitar. Um, it's like, whoa. Yeah. And then yeah, like, oh, that's like getting comments like, wow, that, that song really rolled. <laughs> and I like how it starts out because you think it's going to be like a clip show. Um, and they give you like one thing, but then they then they start going off and he's remembering things that we haven't seen before. Yep. Nice. So it's different kind of clip shows, like clips of probably quick ideas that they didn't have, you know, or. Yeah. So like, Some clip shows are like this. I think Friends had a few clip shows that were like almost purely clip shows. And then they would like just throw in one little half a storyline that's like kind of new, you know, and they're like, hey, remember that one time when we did this thing? And the audience hasn't seen it. But it doesn't quite justify. But in this case, it's it's like it does. It is it's funny. I think it's and it justifies making fun of it. And it goes like the soy sauce, the you know the strong strong bad and the cheat drinking too much soy sauce, and then climbing on Bubs Bubs's stand and like trying to eat Bubs's stand. One thing that was what I also like for that is that it was two separate bits. Um, yeah, did, did half of it, and then he remembered. Um, like the same thing again. Yeah. So that was like, funny. Yeah, drinking, drinking soy sauce and having that reaction. That's kind of that's pretty funny. Like it looks like they each had their own little, their own little mini bottle of yeah. soy sauce that they completely drank. Yeah. Uh, that would be way too much. Yeah. Um, I like the well the grape nuts one, the grape nuts box. Yeah. This that uh, Bubs Bubs makes a grape nuts robot. Of uh, we end up speaking spell of strong bad saying, Come back, Ali, come back, Ali. The double deuce, yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, that's like the really quick one. He's like, I remember when I made Mark's pan's answer machine ex- explode, and <laughs> all he said was, Frank call, and yeah, flooded right away. Yeah, yeah, this is another of um, like. Is it, did it actually happen or is this just his imagination of things that, you know, he would, he would love to have happen? <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, Coach Z and Pom Pom having a knife fight. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I like Pom Pom flipping, flipping the knife from his left hand to his, to his right hand. It's pretty cool. It was like, a, I think a lot of those ideas could have been part of their own emails, but I think it was like they took the funniest they basically took the the best part of a potential email and threw them all in there. Yeah, yeah, it's a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind run of uh, you know, I, I I've watched this a few times and there's still like little moments that you're like it's, it's surprising kind of when it happens. So yeah, they did a nice job with this one. Better than a true clip show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, so the last email we're discussing is big white face. Um, <laughs> like uh. You know that. So the email asks um, Strong Bad to be nice to the person with a, a gray body and a big white face, and then then Strong Bad can't think of who it is. Um, Everybody but, knows yeah. who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I like you described when he was going through people's names. He described Homestar Runner as a his body's a red skirt. Yeah, yeah, red skirt. Yeah, 
and then strong med doesn't really have a head or a body which i that was really funny because yeah it's all kind of one thing you know yeah that does have a body doesn't really have like a head or a neck you know yeah right 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 i mean, like what he says the chief's physiology just baffles me which <laughs> i like the admission of that but then yeah the use of that word um uh-huh. so then he he basically has to stretch it real far to not be strong sad um mm-hmm. you know basically it seems like he's honestly can't think of strong sad um as opposed to just ignoring it but he was like well maybe they meant the yeah. poop myth but he's on a black and white monitor um yeah he's like so it's like the poop smith without a sh- i forget the poop smith right normally wears a shirt i know he wears gloves like a cream colored or something so yeah yeah so he puts it yeah he puts it in the black and white like it looks like an old mac you know from the from the 80s like an old yeah like a classic mac yeah. maybe maybe early 90s too but someone that, that brought me back someone pointed yeah. out that uh um if a if you were looking at a black and white then you know Homsar, coach z king of town a lot of characters would fit the definition of a white body in a in a like a middle colored shirt. Okay, there you go. Yeah, which turns up as gray. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Or gray body, I guess. You know. Yeah. Great. I don't know if. It, yeah, Poosmith has a. I guess it's it's hard to tell whether it's a a shirt or a, or his body's cream colored and his face is white. Or his body's also, you know, light color, and then it's become cream because he's gotten dirty from the job <laughs> right. uh, yeah so so then he goes you know he wants to apologize and writes an email and strong sad sees it finally finally yeah and so strong uh strong sad's expecting him to apologize yeah but then meanwhile he comes by with a cake for the poop smith yeah. <laughs> I, I like that strong said a well, when he's walking by the computer, he's talking to himself. He's on my way to do some stuff. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah he, he's, it, it's funny because it's sad like that, you know, Strong said is so looking forward to getting a, a nice note from from Strong Bad, you know, and it's, it's just yeah. disappointed with that. Yeah, gigs thrown at me. I also like the line where Strong Bad says like, you know, He's like, oh man, I gotta make the cheek, make Poosmith a, a cake now, another cake. Yeah, I'm gonna make the cheek. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even gonna do it for himself. Yeah. And then the cake, the note that he, because he throws a cake at Strong Strong Sad's face, yeah. and then the note, the note he writes to the Poopsmith on the cake is, "Sorry, I threw your first cake in yeah. <laughs> at Strong Sad's face," <laughs> which is completely unnecessary because I, I don't know if the Poopsmith knows that, you know. Yes, yeah, he probably has no idea. Yeah. He's surprised to be even getting a cake. They they barely have like much of a relationship with although strong strong bad does seem to refer to him more than they seem to even talk to each other. The poopsmith's kinda quiet, but yeah. Yeah, it seems like the poopsmith is confused on what to do with a cake or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's in the middle of a job. Or that yeah, someone's interacting with him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can click on the Easter egg, and they actually made the made a live action cake. Um, it was kind of the same thing, and so it's 
it's a cake with the same iciness. Sorry, I threw the first cake at Strong's ad. Oh, nice. The cake looks pretty good. I mean, the the the, the cartoon cakes. Uh, I'd imagine the real cake was was delicious too. Yeah. Uh, there's also an Easter egg where you can add different things to the cake, um, the cartoon, hmm. not the live action one. Yeah, yeah. So fortune cookies, um, Chinese food, grapes, golden <laughs> cream cereal, ice cubes, lemon slices, and Swiss cake roll. Okay, only the Swiss cake cake roll would make it my list. Yeah. Not even the grapes. I would keep eat the grapes separately. Yeah, even yeah, maybe golden graham cereal could work. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, that would work. Yeah. yeah, cakes, yeah, you, um, they actually did have beans in the, like he, Strong Bab was like, oh, I added beans to it, you know, just in case. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah, it's a little odd, yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe, like, he thinks he, like, maybe because the poop smells, maybe he likes beans and they're the musical fruit that also make you toot, so he, maybe he <laughs> thought that he eats a lot of beans. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, can't quite. That's probably the best explanation of that. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. Okay, well, uh, going to uh, tunes. Um, so we talked about the interview short, you know, as which is different than the interview strong bad email. Mm-hmm. Um, a strong bad is interviewing Homestar, um, you know, and that's just kind of a conversation between them. I guess it seems. Uh, interesting that they have this considering they'll seem to be like the two characters that interact the most but you can see them in a different context at least yeah for a longer time yeah it's nice i, I like this one um strong, like i like the opening with like the private eye kind of opening and he's like trying to get to the bottom of like how ridiculous homestar is uh and i like that in the course of the interview homestar is both completely goofy and ridiculous and absurd um and also like ingeniously switches the turns the tables on to on to strong bad yeah and it kind of, it kind of it, i think it shows like both characters you get you kind of get a really good sense of both characters like strengths and weaknesses <laughs> yeah yeah that's also in that interview speaking of the jumbles um like i think homestar says like what are your hobbies or what are some things you like and um strong bad says i like i like doing the jumbles <laughs> that's like that's like that's one of the things that he enjoys so they that gives him motivation for wanting to steal homestar's jumbles <laughs> that's a good point yeah that was a yeah, good reference on that um yeah i like the pan at the beginning with the introduction um like i think it was cool to or it's kind of like a 3D effect. That's like the line he says, yeah, I'm going to get the to the chewy caramel center of this no-armed whitey. <laughs> nice. There's a lot of That's good line. funny words on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite part, like at least in the, from the initial walk, walking, yeah, was when um, when Homestar does turn the tables and like he's, where he's just getting strong bad to answer questions instead, you know. Um, yeah. But then you can't in that sandwich by him, you know, Homestar being, you know, an idiot saying ridiculous stuff like he hand, hands over his resume, which is his grocery list. He, um, yeah, he calls it, it a resume. Yeah, resume. Yeah. He walks, he walks by the place a few times and before he walks in and then tells Strongbed that he drove there 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably a little white. Prances around. Yeah. Just kind of like a, it's kind of seems like a reference to the like in the old school homestar runner kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Doing that kind of like physical humor or, or like being like a, a being like a kid. Kind of. mm-hmm. And then I do also like the line. Yeah. Well, I like that they were able to have a good discussion or at least a good question when um, Homestar Runner describes a fight between the Chief and Strong's head. Yes. It's like, whoa, good answer. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's almost, it's the kind of the answer, it's the kind of answer that uh, Strong, Strong Bad would, would give if asked the question who would win in a fight between those two. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't think of much. You know anything different really that strong bad would say yeah i agree on that cool um you know that's a i think that's kind of a classic thing and it'd actually be a decent introduction to like the two main characters maybe you could um other than the reference where you wouldn't know who the other characters are talking about you know yeah um, yeah i think this would be a good introduction yeah yeah okay well uh last one we're doing is a short commercial for meet marshy which it appeared in in other stuff um the fluffy puff marshmallows he appeared yeah in fluffy puff commercial um previously but this is like the first time he takes over he's like he's a main spokesperson and replacing mm-hmm. him which makes sense mm-hmm. yeah um it's like why eat other stuff when you can eat fluffy puff marshmallows yeah, <laughs> yeah some of the some of the the images in this commercial are a little disturbing like i think they say snack like they have like breakfast lunch and dinner and snack or something like that or yeah some, it's some, somewhere like that lunch, lunch and dinner. yeah the munch the munch the munch it looks like the marshmallows are like laced with uh, like needles and there's some yeah. there's like or nails uh, there's there's like is there are there cigarette butts that like that show up in that in that image too it's like so crazy it's like so strange i think there there's definitely nails in in one of them yeah oh yeah yeah um or at least the cigars next to the next to yeah okay cigar yeah but then yeah i like the hide it in your pocket for secret tasting (laughs) and then under your pillow voice yeah 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 they also introduced that there's fluffy puff mayonnaise oh yeah <laughs> interesting i would not eat that yeah spread thing on that um yeah I, mean, I was like maybe it could be like a cream cheese kind of thing or i don't know but yeah the, i'm wondering like why it's called mayonnaise though like is it yeah is it does that mean it's going to be sour a little sour or is it tart you know yeah maybe it's just like the brand like jiffy Jiffy makes marshmallows, and then Jiffy maybe Jiffy also makes peanut butter and makes mayonnaise. That, yeah. like you you associate the brand with like the with the with the one thing like with the marshmallows, but maybe it's just yeah, but you know it's just weird because Marshy's introducing it. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of mayonnaise myself. But uh, yeah. yeah, with that association, it's even more disturbing. Sometimes when I watch this, I actually want to go eat some marshmallows, yeah. but then. But then by the end of the commercial, I do not want to eat a single marshmallow for the rest of my life because <laughs> they just go over the top. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I can, yeah, I can definitely take it or leave it. Um, I guess I like it with, I like marshmallows and cocoa, and, and that's about it. 
Yeah, I like them s'mores, like toasted marshmallows. Yeah, cocoa, small mini marshmallows and cocoa is really good. Mm, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, uh, yeah, yeah, you you mentioned that I guess um, Homestar used to have the gig as the spokesperson or the other for a short time. But yeah, I guess that makes sense why at the end he says, I hate that guy. Yeah. I was wondering why, because he loves, he loves the marshmallows or, you know, historically he loves fluffy puff marshmallows, but yeah, maybe that, maybe that's why is that Marshy yeah. took the gig. It could be an explanation. I think later on, um, other characters describe Marshy as creepy. Um, mm-hmm. It was, you know, you definitely get that he's intentionally creepy, um, or at least, you know, the tunes created that that's the joke that it's a mascot for the product that he's creepy but and i don't know if he's intentionally supposed to be that way within the universe or something yeah but it's a good I think yeah like that. well yeah well if you go back and watch like um some cartoons commercials for for kids and there some of those some of those cartoons are really really weird um like the mascots for those breakfast cereals uh i can't i can't think of any specifically but there's like like Toucan Sam and there's like, you know, there's some characters who are like always stealing, um, like stealing the, stealing the kid, the food from the, yeah. the kids and all that. And uh, yeah, anyways. I think of like uh, the, like the, is that Cuckoo for Cuckoo Puffs or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Yeah. You go back and watch those as an adult and you're like, what, what is going on with that character? That's insane. They always be after my me Lucky Charms. <laughs> when I was a kid, I loved the Lucky Charms. And there was a birthday when I was about nine or ten, and I wanted—I think I was nine years old—and I wanted to my—I wanted to eat Lucky Charms for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> I had some other things with it, but I had Lucky Charms in the morning, afternoon, and now I try—I try to go, um, try to go back and eat. Lucky Charms and they like it hurts my teeth to eat them, so oh, yeah. I haven't eaten them in a lo- in a long time. But I used to love them when I was a kid. So yeah, the um, hmm. Lucky Charms is interesting. Like I, I didn't quite like the the marshmallows as much. Um, I mean, I definitely like a bunch of sugary cereal and stuff like that. I can like I like Captain Crunch was probably my favorite out of the, the sugary cereal. Uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Captain Crunch. I, I I totally associated though with like the branding. You know, I remember the cur- commercials with the Captain Crunch and the, the like just the way the box looks. You know, feels at a deep level. But then once you, once you're an adult and you try to eat like healthy food and actually get some vitamins in your in your food and minerals and you know stuff that's gonna sustain you throughout a full day, <laughs> then you're yeah. like, uh, I cannot eat this junk food. No, for now, I yeah, it's like. Yeah, I don't like the taste as much. Um, I actually did buy um, what I enjoy. There's Sour Patch Kids cereal now. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. But it's, it, what makes it good is that it's like they dialed down the sourness to like 20% or something. So there's just like the tiniest bit of it. So it's, it's more sweet than sour. Um, so there's just okay. kind of a little bit of a taste of it. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, that was pretty good that's that's one cereal i could definitely eat now um for now i like the uh, kind of the boring cereals and stuff like that like i actually like that um like getting filled up on on that and you know mind the taste um yeah yeah that's just kind of how it goes i guess yeah so the original 
um, you want to hear the how someone came up with Lucky Charms? Uh, yeah, sure, go for it. Okay, so they, um, so the guy was trying to come up with ways to, like, they were trying to come up with new cereals at General Mills without having to like totally change their products and stuff like that. And the guy yeah. said he try adding uh, circus peanuts to Cheerios. Wow. And he liked the general idea then. So they decided to do that, like, basically. Um, so I thought that was a funny idea. Yeah, circuits, peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. Adding candy to cereal. Is, it really is. Yeah. I mean, the frost, the frosted, even just the frosted, um, just without, even without the marshmallows, it would be really sweet. They're, they're sweeter than like honey nut Cheerios. And then, and then you add the marshmallows on top of that. And then if you let, if you let like, kind of like when I would eat the, the marshmallows are sometimes like really crunchy and then sometimes soggy. And if you wait long enough, the, the milk just turns purple or green and like pink and it's crazy. You're basically drinking syrup if you wait long enough and let those things just soak in there. I think I read like even when I was still like high school or something where so I was still eating that from time to time. I saw like <laughs> right. so many, so many of those cereals, it's like more than 40% sugar. Um, some yeah. of them are more than 50% sugar, you know? Yeah. And yeah, there's definitely by sugars, you know, like some stuff isn't, it isn't maybe not quite as bad as, um, you know, straight sugar or something about Yeah. But in terms of your percentage of your daily value, you can you can eat them in high school. It's still okay because you're still like an adolescent. It's not the best thing for you, but you can still your body will still process it and like it'll go through you quickly. But yeah, you know, if you get if you if you do that and like if you do that too much when you're a bit older, then you'll you'll faint. You'll need to take multiple naps and end up in the hospital. <laughs> But maybe maybe Homestar just has like a, a huge uh, metabolism and he's playing all those sports and and maybe that's why he prances around so much too is that he's eating so many marshmallows. That's a good point. I think in the previous discussion it was like I don't know if it was all yeast or something. Um, <laughs> he's trying. He's trying to get that million. Yeah. It's like win. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, the previous one he says, before I drink a tall glass of melanie, I like to eat about 147 fluffy puff marshmallows. Yeah, there you go. And that's the, yeah, the regular one. I think, I wonder if you do the math, how long does it take to get a million if you eat 147? Well, it depends on how many melanades you have in the day, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as we learned from like one of the other tunes, he's not always, um, I think he had several glasses of melanade. Yeah, there you go. Wow. But if he ate 100, that's still like 6,800 um, glasses of melonade with the, all those marshmallows. Ugh. Do you think there's, do you think in a bag of typical marshmallows and you see the bag in like one of them and it looks like a typical bag. Do you think there's 147 marshmallows in a bag? Yeah, that, that's, that's probably, that's a pretty good guess. Just the entire bag in one. Um, yeah, probably, maybe at least 60. Depends on. Yeah, maybe maybe two bags, one or two bags of marshmallows. It's possible one bag. Hmm. How many marshmallows are in a bag of marshmallows? There's so many different answers because I think there's like some bags of like huge marshmallows, but then they're um, not that huge of a bag. Like there's one that's like, I guess it's designed for roasting, you know, for s'mores and stuff like that. It's like there's only 12 in a bag. 
Oh wow, that's that's wow. You need most times I would I would need multiple yeah bags if I was a, at a big enough campfire. What do you think? Let's see, all sorts of answers. Yeah, have you ever? I've never tried marshmallow fluff. I guess which is um, maybe what the mayonnaise is referring to. I don't know. Uh, okay. I mean, I would use it for cooking. Oh, I wouldn't use it, but I would maybe would recommend it somebody for cooking, possibly. A friend actually just yesterday shared on or a couple of days ago shared on Facebook that she used uh, some leftover s'mores to make s'mores cookies. So, oh, gotcha. If you bake some cookies, then maybe use that fluff. Or in um, like Rice Krispie treats, maybe they'll be good for Rice Krispie treats. Use the fluff. If it was marshmallow. Gotcha. Yeah. I think I've made those once or twice. Those are pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Um, I like the texture of those, especially. I mean, the taste is good, but I like the kind of the crunchy yeah. texture, as long as it doesn't get too hard, because they, they can also, yes. they sit out for a while, then they can get like for a card. Yeah, they get really hard. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think we can kind of wrap up the episode. Yeah. We're kind of just talking about Homestar Runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. So, Homestar Running Podcast. Our, our contact is facebook.com slash Homestar Running. And our email is Homestar Running Podcast at gmail.com. But yeah. So, go ahead and rate and review. And thanks for listening. We'll hopefully get back to you soon with another episode. And we'll see you guys later. See you. Bye bye. Do 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 do. Podcast. Have you ever played Chubby Bunny? Uh, it's where you like put as many marshmallows in your mouth and try to say it. I guess. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I didn't get too far because I don't have that big of a mouth, but um. I think people get to around 30 marshmallows, possibly <laughs> 20 between 20 and 30 marshmallows in their mouth. It's where it's like the marshmallow juice is just oozing out of the mouth. It's disgusting, but kind of fun. It's yeah, fun to I, watch. I think I've, I've done that at one point or something like that. It, yeah, it's funny and yeah, it's not, not that comfortable, but yeah, exactly. Do that. Yeah, oh, cool. Um, so yesterday to celebrate National Pickle Day, there was a a company that was giving away free slices of pickle pizza. Wow. I tried it. And you did? Yeah. It was all right. You know, I think it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't too bad because, you know, it's like kind of salty, you know, and yeah, a strong thing. In so, Korea, when I lived in Korea, they would give you, when you would order pizza, you'd get a little, little mini like container of pick, pickle slices. Oh, gotcha. Really? I think, I think it was, um to like clear your throat or to you know get away get rid of the saltiness but i i rarely ate the pickles <laughs> i wanted to enjoy the pizza flavor and not spoil it with a different flavor yeah it was like it was like kind of like a palate cleanser or something yeah it's interesting yeah i wouldn't have thought of that